Hey there. Welcome to the Grace Rancho Weekly Podcast, uh, where our goal is to help you, our church members, better understand the what and the why behind all that we do as a church. I'm Michael. I'm here with Pastor Eric. It's good to see you. (laughs) We're currently not in the same room. Why Why is that, Michael? The coronavirus. Yeah, so I'm actually at the church right now. Michael's at home. Mm. Um, we're not gathering in the offices like we normally do. I was sick last week, and so that was a little bit concerning. So we tried to keep our distance. Yeah, yeah, just, you know, playing it safe. Playing it safe. Playing it safe. Don't want to get the family sick, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm feeling better. My symptoms didn't totally match up with the coronavirus <laughs> symptoms, so um, we're good. We're good. None of the rest of my family is sick at all. So yeah, yeah, we're, you we're just, all on the mend. Yeah, it's a good thing. Hey, um, it's been an interesting week here, as we didn't meet on Sunday, as you know. Uh, we haven't been in the office together as much as people haven't been with their home groups, their growth groups, excuse me, uh, worship kind of through a screen on Sunday. Uh, interesting times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally different, extraordinary times for, for the church. And uh, it's really important for us to think about what it actually means to be a church. Yeah. Because if we think uh, the church is only a gathering, then we'll, we'll miss something really important right now. And if we think that the church, the church's gathering is of no importance at all, and that we can just as well do everything um, normally online, then we're going to totally miss something as well. Yeah, that's totally true. Uh, this Sunday, we didn't gather. And, and though we put together a service and live streamed it, uh, it, it wasn't a gathering of God's people. It wasn't uh, a local church worship service in that moment. Yeah. I'm a little bit hesitant <laughs> to call it uh, a service even because it's really not, it's, it's not a, a church service. Um, you know, like we went up there and it, it felt weird, right? It, it felt weird. Mm-hmm. To, preach, to preach to an empty room. I'm sure you felt weird singing a, to an empty room. Um, there's there's something that we totally miss. This isn't church online. Uh, this isn't uh, join our... We're all going to gather. We're just gathering online um, as if this is no significant difference. It is fundamentally different um, to do what we did last Sunday than to do a normal in-person, in-flesh gathering. It's an entirely, categorically different thing. It totally is. And that's because the local church is a body of believers that comes together physically uh, to worship their Lord together. And you just can't do the same things uh, remotely. Yeah, no. I can't look around the room and see other people worshiping the Lord I can't hear their voices. I can't shake their hands, give them hugs. I can't see, uh, be encouraged by the conversations I'm seeing happen all around me. Those are all critical pieces of 
um, of church life and the gathering. And so I, I really want us during this time, in, and we're going to hopefully talk about this um, more and more as the, if, if we have to keep doing this, hopefully keep talking about this. I hope that the Lord really creates in us a hunger for the actual physical gathering of the church. Um, that we don't get this substitute and think that, oh, well, this will do. No, it really is not God's design for the church. It is an accommodation for, for now, but it is, it is something that uh, really cannot replace the, the local church's gathering. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, so it's, it's an on time and, and we need to recognize that, uh, we need to, as you've even said, lament that at times, uh, we need to long to be able to gather with one another. And, and I think, as you've said, uh, hopefully it does create that longing in us and creates, um, uh, opportunities though for us to continue loving one another and so we gather and that's what makes us a local church uh, yet we are still together united in christ part of his body uh, the church uh, universal and, and so we even locally as a church have made commitments together and though we're not gathering we can still love one another, pray for one another, have communication with one another and yeah. care for one another uh, just from a distance during this time. Yeah, it's, um, it's the other side of the equation, right? A church by its nature gathers, but in the extraordinary circumstances like this, we also have to recognize we're, we're more than just a gathering. It's, beyond, it's something beyond that. There's a covenant commitment that we've made with one another that we need to um, take seriously, even apart from each other. So, uh, so if you're listening and you're a member of our church, at some point you've read through and affirmed the affirmations of commitment. Is that right? It is. That is right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know what, Michael, we should maybe even send this out in, we're going to be sending some out, some things out through email uh, church. So if you're, listening, just be looking forward to some things. But one thing maybe we should send out, I don't know if people have it still sitting around, is the affirmations of commitment. Totally. Because I think it'd be a good, it'd be probably a healthy thing to read and reflect on those commitments we've made while we're away from each other. I I totally agree. If you're listening and you want to look it up right this moment, you can go on to our website and then you go to what we believe uh, and it's under, uh, it's, it's, you'll find it. If you go to that page, you can click on a thing on the side that says affirmation of commitment. Uh, but we'll send it out in an email as well. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm praying, um, that the Lord would kind of surprise us by strengthening us through this. I think we're tempted to think that this will weaken the church that we don't gather, but I'm, I'm praying that the Lord would actually strengthen us. And, and one way that he could do that, I'm just trying to, to think of, you know, the, the way this is forcing us to live. Um, what if it forced us to really be more proactive outside of the Sunday gathering with one another? Um, it's tempting, and some of us uh, can fall into and have fallen into the, you know, church is my, my thing on Sunday morning. 
but from Monday to Saturday, I kind of do my own thing. Um, this forces us to really evaluate, well, how am I staying committed to this family all week, not just on Sunday morning? Yeah, that's, it's, it's such a needed question to ask ourselves because normally we see each other on Sunday. And if you do something like a growth group during the week, you see people then. And so you have kind of this gap in between where you say, oh, I'm still connected. I'm, I'm still loving others. And, uh, but we can even then fall into a time where the other five days of the week, uh, we have no connection with people and we're maybe not even praying for them or thinking of them. And yeah. so it's especially important now to cultivate that practice in our lives of praying for one another, asking how we can pray for one another, asking others to pray for us, uh, yeah. calling others, uh, FaceTime them, uh, you know, email them, text them, a- any way you want, communicate with your fellow church members and not just your best friends, but other members because you've committed to them. Uh, that's a that's a good point you, you just said um, not just your best friends I think that's the easy move um, but let's reach out to people that we don't know as well and just to show family like care for each other that's right yeah call your call your cousin yeah <laughs> yeah I think um, I think you're right and you mentioned it call them and then pray for them you got your membership directory I'm sure and jot down all the different things you can be praying for and keep praying specifically for these uh, church members that you got. This is a vital, vital way for us to stay committed to each other and connected to each other during this time. It is. And I'd say this, if you call someone or you FaceTime them or whatever, pray for them, pray together then. Uh, Don't miss that opportunity to do something together. I'll be not standing right next to each other. Uh, but pray for one another while you call them, while, while you send them a text. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, it's, uh, it'll be crucial and, and the Lord can really use this. I think he also might use this in our outreach. What do you think? Yeah, I, to- I, I totally agree. Uh, this is a unique time because of the way people are thinking. People are panicking. People are anxious. Some people are even thinking of their deaths because they're afraid of getting sick. And, and they know that people, you know, you, you hear it on the news. There's another death in San Bernardino County, in L.A. County. Uh, so it's on people's minds. It's being pushed to the forefront. So it's an opportunity for us uh, to present the peace and the hope and the security that the gospel brings to believers as we share the gospel with them and as we implore them to come to Christ. It's a great opportunity not to forget uh, the three people you've written down on, on the three people and three prayers and three practices cards that we gave out two weeks ago. Uh, it's a great opportunity to continue praying for those people and seek them out specifically, probably for some of you as you're at your homes more, uh, to go next door and say, hey, I was just thinking of you and wondering if you need anything, if I can pray for you in any way, and if I could just share some hope with you. Yeah. Yeah, this is not a, um, a hindrance to those three by three by three cards. This may, might be the best possible thing that could have happened for us in terms of creating natural opportunity to discuss ultimate realities. Um, and so, yeah, let's, uh, let's seize the moment.
And, and if there's been a s- sermons online that you've listened to, podcasts that you've found helpful, especially if they're gospel-rich, I'd say this is an opportunity where you could might just shoot that link over to your neighbor on a text, and mm-hmm. they might actually lis- listen to it or watch it in these days. And uh, I was actually reading an, an article. Did you see this one, Michael, on Gospel Coalition that talked about the way God had, has used plagues throughout the, the history of the church? I didn't see it, but I, I did see you mention it in something. Yeah. Um, we we got to put that one up on the, the resource thing we're going to send out. But it's, uh, it's fascinating. Uh, one church historian says that the, the gospel was spread in large part um, because of the way Christians responded to the mm. plague in the first century. I mean, they were the ones moving toward the sick. <laughs> they were the ones risking their lives. Um, uh, the, the analogy was even used, some of them, in, in, in taking care of the sick, uh, were themselves infected with the disease, and they died, and the people they mm. served got well. And what a picture of, you know, gospel-shaped love, where we, we're literally willing to put our lives on the line to, to serve others. We we've, we've often think about, you know, I'm going to die for Jesus, and we think of going to closed countries where there's opposition to the truth. Um, and maybe we didn't think about taking risks not to uh, not to face persecution, but just to face disease or potential disease and serving our, our brothers and sisters and neighbors and friends and family. Um, I, I hope we Christians are, are kind of the most fearless ones out there. Not that we're foolish. Let's not be foolish, but but fearless in um, taking these opportunities to serve the, the, the weak and the needy and the sick and to bring them the hope of Christ. No, that's such a, a good encouragement uh, and a good reminder. Uh, let's not be too self-centered here and too no. worried about ourselves. Let's, let's be willing uh, to go to others, especially non-believers, uh, and present them the hope of the gospel uh, because the Lord will use it. Um, and the Lord, uh, is never not at work and he is at work through this situation. Um, so yeah. let's trust him, uh, and let's, uh, let's prayerfully depend on him in this time. But, hey, I got a question for you. Oh yeah, go ahead. Um, I think we have the same thought right now. <laughs> what are we going to do to communicate with our church in these days? It's, it's, it's different. We can't gather, but we want to stay connected and facilitate conversation. Um, we got some strategies. Why don't you talk about some of the things? Yeah, man. Great minds think alike. Uh, I was about to say the same thing. And so we're going to do a few things. Uh, one, we just want to be communicating more because we're not seeing each other. And we want to make sure we're reminding each other of good things and pointing one another to the Lord. And so in an effort to do that, uh, first, we're just going to send out some more emails, some helpful reminders, some tools, um, maybe some resources. Uh, we're going to send, uh, we're going to be posting and sending out some videos on social media, uh, and through your email. And we're going to be just kind of posting some other things on social media to encourage you with scripture, uh, or other things. Uh, and all of this again is to point you to the truth. Um, and to point you to God's word and to point you uh, to praising him and trusting him in this time. 
uh, one thing in particular we're going to do is tonight uh, we kind of have something we're calling a call to prayer. And Eric has put together some scripture for us to read and some uh, response uh, we can have together in prayer. And we're kind of saying tonight around 7 p.m., uh, let's all read through this, read through this with your family or whoever's around and then spend some time in prayer. And we'll be doing that as a church all at once, though not together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I really do feel that this is a time to call out to our sovereign God. Uh, every day we need to pray. Um, but I've been reflecting, I, I was looking at judges and it, there's this pattern in judges where there's affliction and then the affliction humbles the Israelites to the point where they cry out uh, and they finally get to the point where they're so weak and they're so um, so low that they finally call out and then God delivers them. God sends a deliverer. And I just think that's a great lesson that so often the afflictions in our lives are not, we, we have to remember, they're not because God was looking the opposite way and he stopped caring for us for a moment. The affliction is often from the loving hand of God. Not often, it's always the loving hand of God mm-hmm. and who allows it to occur in our lives. Why? So that we humble ourselves and pray and call out to him. And so we're going to pray um, wherever you are, whoever you're with, uh, I'm going to ask that you, you pause life for a moment. Life is already kind of on pause, but then just ref- look at the, uh, the email we'll send out. It just has a few really simple directions, read some passages and then pray. And we have some uh, specific things we're asking you to pray about with whoever you're with. And then um, we want to encourage you to, to just shoot a text or a, give a phone call to someone and, and maybe pray with someone else. Uh, mm-hmm. check, check in with someone. Um, so when that social media post comes out about our call to prayer, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, shoot it out, uh, share it, uh, send it around so others people, other people know um, that we'll be praying tonight. And, and let's all join together if we can't in, in person. Let's join together in prayer. Yeah, man. Hey, one thing you just said reminded me of the hymn that uh, we've referenced before by William Cooper, God moves in a mysterious way. Uh, And it's just such a helpful hymn. And it says this about God's sovereign will, deep in unfathomable minds of never failing skill. He treasures up his bright designs and works his sovereign will. And all things God is sovereign. Uh, Read through that hymn if you can. It's a great and encouraging uh, hymn to read. Uh, It's six verses. Very, it is. I don't even think you read the best part, but I didn't um, No, <laughs> but it's, the whole thing is fantastic. There's like, yeah, there's a lot of it. That's like the best part, but I just, I just read part of it. <laughs> um, hey, well, uh, that, that's all we got, right, Michael? That's all we got for today. So, uh, usually we say we'll see you Sunday, but we won't, but we are praying you might, for you. You might see us. We just won't see you. <laughs> that's true. Uh, you might see us Sunday. Uh, but we're praying for you, church, uh, and we look forward uh, to when we can hopefully soon meet together again. Yeah. Yes, we love you guys. God bless you.